2: This morning, Sydney on edge, a COVID cluster grows with new alerts for more venues, thousands potentially exposed to the virus. Vaccine advice change, AstraZeneca now recommended only for those aged 60 and over. Deadly gangland shooting, a Sydney crime boss executed as tensions escalate. And saving money on your home insurance, a new Australian tech startup is planning to shake up the industry.
1: This. Here's seven years with Jody Spears.
2: Good morning. Sydney's COVID outbreak continues to spread with the list of exposure sites growing overnight. Police have launched an urgent investigation into how an unvaccinated driver was able to transport international flight crew from Sydney airport into hotel quarantine. The driver infected his wife and a 70-year-old woman at a Vaucluse cafe. We're all on
3: high alert,
4: but we're asking people to modify their activity, to consider uh, where they've been, what their movements have been and what the movements may be.
2: Health authorities are still investigating the source of a mystery case from the Sydney Hills District unrelated to the original cluster. Families are facing an anxious wait leading into the school holidays as recent COVID outbreaks in Sydney and Melbourne slam borders shut across the country. Queensland is a top destination this time of year, but the state has banned anyone who has been to a hotspot venue from entering. While Tasmania, South Australia and WA have all barred anyone from a recent Sydney exposure site. Australia's vaccine rollout is facing a major shake-up, with people under the age of 60 now advised to get the Pfizer jab instead of AstraZeneca as the risk of blood clotting grows. But experts are urging anyone who's had their first shot to get their second, as follow-ups have recorded no cases of the rare condition.
3: To those 3.8 million Australians who've had a first dose of AstraZeneca, go and get your second dose, however old you
2: are. To meet the increased demand, another 3.4 million Pfizer shots will be available by the end of next month. Now to some breaking news, there's been a deadly gangland shooting in the heart of Sydney overnight. A man was gunned down on Bridge Street in the CBD just before 11pm. The victim is believed to be Bilal Hamzi, the cousin of Brothers for Life founder Bassam Hamzi, who is currently serving time behind bars. Police believe the shooter escaped the scene in an Audi as officers swarmed the area. It's the latest in a string of shootings between warring crime families. Australia's stunning economic recovery is continuing with more people in work now than before the pandemic, seeing the unemployment rate fall to 5.1%. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. It's the seventh straight month where the jobless rate has fallen. Morning, Jody. Yes, some good news for Australia's
4: economic recovery as it continues to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic. The jobless rate falling from 5.5% to 5.1% last month with 115,000 new jobs created, many of those going to women. The jobless rate is now back to where it was before the pandemic with predictions of an unemployment cliff following the end of JobKeeper officially dead and buried. The speed of the recovery shocking economists and the Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg. After the first recession in nearly 30 years, the Australian economy is roaring back. Bigger, stronger and leading the world. Meanwhile the most significant changes to superannuation in decades passed through the parliament yesterday funds will face annual performance tests and cop penalties if they don't perform while each worker will have just the one super fund that will follow them between jobs the government saying that it will it hopes that it will boost retirement savings and
2: cut fees Jody Sounds sensible, Okay, thanks Taylor. More wild weather is on the way for parts of Victoria as the state government promises to compensate residents still affected by last week's devastating storms. A prolonged power outage payment of up to $1680 per week will be given to blacked out households in the Dandenong Ranges. Up to 7,000 homes are without power and some may not have it restored until mid next month. A record number of infants and children are now being diagnosed with food allergies more than anywhere else in the world. And while the cause is still unclear, there are calls for the government to do more to support sufferers and to prevent deadly mistakes.
5: At three months, Owen Ma developed a dairy allergy. At three years, peanut traces in wonton dumpling wrappers triggered anaphylaxis. He said his throat felt really tingly and itchy um, and he was finding it hard to breathe. Add that to an egg allergy, every mealtime has become a minefield. You have to alter how you prepare food, what food you have. Advocates calling for a national body to provide greater protection.
1: We need national... guidelines for the management of allergy in school and childcare. They've also
5: issued an urgent warning highlighting common mistakes when handling allergy and anaphylaxis including missing a severe reaction because there are no visible signs like a rash.
3: They could be feeling dizzy or have noisy breathing.
5: Delaying administration of adrenaline via an EpiPen You can have a fatality. And allowing the person
3: to walk after receiving adrenaline. We don't want the blood pressure to drop. This can also lead to fatalities.
5: Australia has the highest rates of childhood food allergy in the world, impacting 1 in 10 infants and 1 in 20 children, with cases of anaphylaxis, hospital admissions, even deaths, all steadily increasing over the past two decades. This is like heart disease. This is like cancer. Amber Ladler, 7 News.
2: Former Special Forces soldier Ben Robert Smith is back in court today for another day of intense cross-examination in his defamation case. Yesterday he was put under the microscope scrutinised about the military's rules of engagement and what it would take for him to be guilty of murder. The Victoria Cross recipient is suing nine newspapers after they claimed he'd committed war crimes and domestic violence. A major outage affecting Australia's banking apps and online services has caused customer chaos. ComBank, St George and Westpac customers were unable to access or transfer their money for hours. The Reserve Bank's website was also down. Australia Post and Virgin Australia's service was affected as well. The tech glitch was thought to be caused by an issue with a global service provider. It was resolved within two hours. The New South Wales Treasurer is treating Sydney ciders to a free lunch under a major new $50 million investment to revive the CBD. 500,000 people can apply for the scheme and will receive four $25 vouchers. But unlike the popular Dine and Discover tokens, these can only be used on Fridays and can be used together on a single bill. It's hoped the new scheme will curb the increasing trend of CBD staff working from home. Living in a house full of sensors, keeping watch on everything that happens, may sound a little off-putting, but it could save you money. A New Sydney company plans to do just that by shaking up the insurance industry.
1: Left unwatched in winter, common appliances can quickly spark disaster. Leaving some families with nothing.
2: Dryers left on unattended, or people charging
0: laptops. Your home is the most valuable asset that you'll probably ever own, so underinsuring it can mean big things down the road.
1: A new insurance startup company, Honey, installing Big Brother-style risk sensors, which notify you when there's fire, motion from unwanted visitors, or rising water. Keep you safer,
5: which drives down the cost of your insurance, and it's better for you, society, and it's better for your price.
1: They claim the extra eyes will knock 8% off home and contents premiums. Satellite data also used to keep customers fully covered. Honey has some powerful and confident backers already securing $15.5 million, a record for an Australian tech startup. Major insurance players, business leaders and developers on board. Research shows 50% of insurance claims are avoidable and 80% of Australians are currently underinsured. But it's ultimately costing us $1.5 billion a year. The biggest problem for most people is the fine print. Knowing what is and isn't protected. Serena Andaloro, 7 News.
2: Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is trading down this morning. The Nasdaq is higher. In London, the FTSE fell. Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose, but the All Lords fell, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at one thousand seven hundred and seventy-nine US dollars an ounce. Oil is seventy US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying seventy-five point five six US cents, eighty-three Japanese yen, and a New Zealand. Sixty police officers have been injured in violent clashes with squatters in Berlin. Officers came under attack when they tried to secure an apartment building for a fire safety inspection. The squat's occupants set up burning barricades and pelted police with stones. In response, riot police brought in armoured vehicles and water cannon. Officers eventually broke through the building's front door. One of America's biggest energy companies has demolished its last coal-powered plant chimneys. The 150-metre-tall tower stack came crashing down in a controlled blast. The demolition marks a major milestone in the company's plan to use cleaner sources of energy. Moves are underway to repurpose the coal plant into a solar energy centre. Three Chinese astronauts have arrived at the country's new space station just hours after lifting off. The crew entered the core module that will be their home for the next three months and immediately got to work. They'll perform repair and maintenance work on the Chinese station known as Tiangong, or Heavenly Place, which is expected to be completed next year. It's China's first crewed space mission in five years. A sizzling heat wave is blanketing America's southwest with temperatures hitting all-time highs of up to 49 degrees. Let's go live now to U.S. correspondent David Woywood. Good morning, David. It's going to get even hotter.
0: Morning, Jody. Yes, it's uh, shaping up to be a scorcher over here on the west coast of the United States into the mid-50s in some parts of California. In fact, the hottest day in Utah in nearly 150 years has just been recorded as well, and that heat wave is moving west. 50 million Americans set to swelter. Those in California and Texas will wear the worst of it, and that's raised concerns yet again for the power grids in those states. Officials urging people to lay off the air conditioning during those peak periods, if possible, Over the past year, Texas and California have imposed rotating outages to prevent more widespread collapses of their power systems, a disaster if that were to happen under these conditions. And, of course, it's all looking like becoming another dangerous bushfire season as well. Still reeling from last year's blazes. Wildfires tore up the West Coast last year, blanketing cities in smoke. Those same cities now, Jody, back on high alert.
2: Crazy sounding temperatures, thanks David. 21 Olympic debutants have earned their tickets to Tokyo as the Australian swim team was announced in Adelaide overnight. Kate Campbell qualified for her fourth Olympic Games but was pipped in the 50 metre freestyle by Emma McKeon, who is set to compete in up to eight events, while Ariane Titmus and Matt Temple set national records in the 800 metre freestyle and the 100 metre butterfly. Some of the incredible athletes joining the 35 member squad are Bronte Campbell, Emily. Seabomb, Kyle Chalmers and Matt Horton. A Broncos clean-out is on the horizon following another heavy loss, this time a 46-0 thrashing by the Rabbitohs. Shortly after kick-off, it was revealed Tavita Pangai Jr. had been given permission to look for a new home.
4: We've been saying it all year about restructuring our roster. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's what, it's, that's what it's about. We need to restructure our whole
0: football club.
2: It was a rough night for the Broncos who lost Jesse Arthurs and Selwyn Cobbo after failing head injury assessments and forward John Asiata was stretched off the field after a head clash. The AFL has cleared Adelaide Crows defender David McKay over a controversial collision with St Kilda's Hunter Clark. The Saints defender suffered a broken jaw and cracked teeth from the incident. It took the tribunal three hours to reach a decision. And star midfielder Zach Merritt has turned his back on free agency, signing a monster six-year deal that will see him at Essendon until the end of 2027. Just 10 days before it begins, Rafael Nadal has pulled out of Wimbledon in a bid to prolong his career. The 35-year-old will also not compete in the Tokyo Olympics this year, claiming it's the right decision after listening to his body. Those unwanted goods in your home could be worth a small fortune on Australia's booming second-hand market. It's now estimated to be worth $48 billion and your share several
0: thousand.
3: Inspired by his dream of driving a campervan around Australia, Marcus Moffat started customising buses.
0: There will be curtains all the way along.
3: Using items bought from an online used goods marketplace. All raw materials, um, even new new appliances um, like fridges. A new report estimates Australia's circular economy, or the buying and selling of pre-owned items, is worth $48 billion.
1: Increasingly we're seeing
5: Australians looking to trade in a sustainable manner.
3: The top reasons why some Aussies say they don't sell their items are fear that no one will buy them and not knowing the right asking price. When businessman Mark Boris wanted to throw out items in a storage unit, his son insisted on reselling them instead.
1: It saved me tip fees which are extraordinarily expensive, I didn't have to pay for someone to come remove it, a a rubbish removalist, and it was done quite relatively speaking quite quickly and put money in his pocket.
3: While few people have an unwanted bus line around the home, it's estimated the average household has 21 unwanted items that it could sell for a total of more than $5,000. 60% of people have unwanted clothing and accessories, more than 40% books, music and electronics and 31% unwanted
1: furniture. Just look around, how can I add some cash to my pocket, how can I get some more space made available to me and how can I become much more efficient and that's what the circular economy is about.
2: Gemma Acton, Seven News. The property featured in the popular My Big Fat Greek Wedding Films is up for sale for a cool $2.6 million. Located in Toronto, it was famously the home of the Porta Kalos family. Buyers may be disappointed to know that it doesn't come with the Greek flag painted driveway or the numerous Greek lawn ornaments, but agents say that they can always add them in themselves. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a Tasman low will intensify, causing wind to strengthen and showers to scatter across southern Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania. This low will also bring large waves to the far southeast coasts. A high will cause wind and showers to ease in South Australia. A weak trough will bring light rain to WA's north. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 21 degrees. Sydney, mostly sunny, 19 the top. A shower or two in Canberra, a top of just 13. Showers in Melbourne, heading for 14 degrees. Rain, possibly heavy, falls in Hobart today. Showers in Adelaide, heading for a top of 16 degrees. Mostly sunny and 19 in Perth. And a sunny day in Darwin, heading for 33 degrees. And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 18th of June.